How's it going, everybody? This is Whosoever Will. I'm Forrest. I'm Hunter. And we are here to tackle the tough questions. One take at a time. And our question today is, are you consistent? Which uh, we both think is uh, kind of funny because we've been missing missing in action for the past few weeks. Yes, we have. <laughs> uh, but we've had a legitimate reason for it. Uh, I recently had COVID. So I missed a couple weeks uh, due to quarantine, and I just wasn't feeling good. Um, so we decided to take a step back for a few weeks to let that kind of pass through. Uh, but we're both feeling good now. Uh, Forrest also yeah, dealt with COVID. Had it, so mm-hmm. we were out for double the time. My dad had it through the yeah. Christmas. You know, I was blessed not to get it, but and your whole family pretty much had it. So yeah, they were nice. We've been out for double the quarantine, so mm-hmm. we, after my quarantine, or my dad's quarantine, all of us, we were planning on having a, you know, an episode with a guest and everything, and Hunter got it, so I just had to push it back a little, but... Yeah, yeah we weren't just quitting on everybody. No. Uh, we just had to take a break, and, you know, that's how the, the things, you know, how it falls sometimes. It's yep. just the Lord's planning, and um, maybe we weren't ready to do one yet. But uh, now we've got one that's coming together, so we're, we're going to give it to y'all. So the question, like I said before, is are you consistent? And uh, what we mean by that is specifically, are you consistent in your prayer? And we're going to look at a few things about that. But and all in all, we, we also mean your communication. Are you consistent in your communication with God? And whether that be through prayer or that be through uh, reading his word, letting him speak to you, uh, your fellowship with your brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, because God speaks through us to other people and other people to us. Uh, that, that's why church is so important. It's so important to be there and to go and to be with your, with your family, because God speaks through each one of us if we are his. That's how we communicate. Of course, you got anything? Yeah, and going back to the title about consistency, um, I've always <clears> been taught in sports, basically golf. I used to play football and learn it in football, learn it in all, everything I've done. That consistency is key. Mm-hmm. That's one of my big phrases is say consistency is key, and that's it is. I mean, like for me in golf, I can say I'm a golfer. Or I can say I play golf. But without consistency, I'm not going to be a great golfer. I'm not going to be good at all. Just like in your spiritual life, Um Consistency is key. You can you can be saved. You can you know go to church from time to time. And I mean, you're going to go to heaven if you're saved for surely saved. But without consistency, you're not going to grow, and you're mm-hmm. not going to become what God truly has planned for you unless you're you know consistently in the Word, consistently praying, consistently mm-hmm. trusting in Him, going to church, um, doing what God wants you to do. And you know, we're talking about consistency. I know it's a hard time right now for people who have COVID like we did. You know, we couldn't come. We couldn't do yeah. this um, episode. And a lot of people can't go to church or yeah. they can't get out. So I understand that it's hard to be consistent. But, you know, if you have an opportunity to become consistent, then that is so important. Because like I said, it's key. It really mm-hmm. is. Uh, just another little touch on the COVID situation. Uh, for those of you who listen uh, we both want to make sure that you know that we aren't downplaying the virus. It's very real. Uh, it's different from anything that I personally ever had, and I've had the flu several times. Uh, it's not just another flu, and it's not just another little infection. Uh, it's different. It's 
it's not fun. Right. And for uh, older people, especially, it's it's really rough. Uh, it, it can do some horrible things. Mm-hmm. But when we go back to consistency, when you have real reasons such as that, like if you are an older person who goes to church, it's not always best for you to go. However, when we speak on consistency, like Forrest said, if you're truly saved, yes, you'll go to heaven. But if you don't have any kind of consistency or you at least don't have a consistent desire to do those things, I would be concerned. Um, you're going to have, you're going to want to be and to speak with your creator and your savior. That's just part of what's inside you when you're saved. Because when you're saved, you, you have to realize how sinful you really are and what that means uh, in terms of your eternity and where your soul is going to go. And once you're saved, you realize the magnitude of what God did for you mm-hmm. by sending his son. So you, you, you're going to have a desire uh, to at least um, speak to him. You're going to want to pray. It may not be all the time, if, especially if your back slid away from him. You know you're not in the right place. It's hard for us as humans who are prideful, we're all prideful, to, to admit that we're wrong. And that's, again, part of sanctification and the consistency of always growing. Like Forrest said, in sports, uh, especially I grew up playing basketball, ran cross country and track, consistency really is key. If you aren't consistent in what you do, then you aren't going to grow. And when you're not growing, you aren't just staying the same. You you lose your muscle. You lose your endurance. Uh, when I had COVID, for example, I weighed, I don't know, 190 pounds. Over that two-week span, I didn't consistently eat. I didn't consistently exercise because it didn't feel good. I lost nearly 15 pounds because I didn't do anything. So you lose the mass that you have. It's the same thing in sports. If you consistently work out and you try to work hard, you're going to to gain muscle. You're going to gain the things that you need to be good at what you're doing. But if you don't, you lose it. You don't just stay where you're at. So the same principle comes in to our spiritual lives. If you aren't growing in the word, if you aren't speaking to God every day, like Pastor Rick mentioned this morning, we're in a spiritual war. Yes. You're going to lose some battles mm-hmm. because you didn't prepare in the spring and the summer for the battle in the fall. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And there's a lot of things that will try and break your consistency. Mm-hmm. For example, me and you, Hunter, you know, you take out, if we take out the two quarantines we had, let's say your family didn't have it, my dad didn't have it, we would have had multiple month break there from, you know, I mean, right before Thanksgiving until this past week out of school. Mm-hmm. And it, that made it e- that would have made it easier. Without COVID, we could have d- probably done more episodes than we've done, um, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And it would have made it a lot easier. But now <clears throat> that school's starting back, it makes it harder because we'll be more busy with work and we'll be have homework and have to travel. There's just a lot of stuff that makes it hard. And that's with everything, people that have work. Um, going to church, I mean, you might have, you know, work on Saturday night and you might get in late and it's going to make it hard to go to church the next day or mm-hmm. 
you know, you come home late and, you know, you're ready for your devotional time or your prayer time or whatever, and you're so tired that you just have a hard time doing it. There's a lot of stuff that this world throws at you, you know, that will try and break your consistency. I mean, that is what, that's the point. I mean, Satan is the prince of this world, and he doesn't want you to be, just like Pastor Rick said this morning, he doesn't want you on your knees praying. My dad said that is exactly what you don't, he doesn't want you to do. He doesn't want you being a prayer warrior. He doesn't want you learning about God. He wants to get rid of that. So anything he can do to help you, I mean, not help you, but try to hinder your relationship with God, he'll do. Yeah. And that that happens. I mean, it's, I mean, me and you have been in church, you know, all our lives. We've seen a lot of stuff go through. Obviously, not as much as a lot of people since we're so young, but we've seen stuff happen. I mean, especially me, me and you because your dad's a deacon, my dad's a preacher. So we've seen a lot of stuff come up. We've seen stuff come to the church like somebody gets excited about either a mission trip or a an activity they're going to do, whatever it may be. And it happens, and they're excited, and it works for a while, and it kind of dies out and disappears. And that happens mm-hmm. a lot in a lot of churches all around. Mm-hmm. And um, just like you were saying, you know, that could happen with our podcast if we didn't stay dedicated and stay in prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, our podcast could make it for this first season we're doing, and then maybe the second season, and then we say, you know, we don't have an idea, we'll think about it, and then it just dies. And that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, to, and the only way to keep it going is consistency, longevity. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, that's important. And I mean, in my opinion, not knocking any pastors or anything out there, but the bet, some of the best pastors out there are the older ones, the ones mm-hmm. that have been doing it for such a long time, the ones that have stayed consistent, stayed in the battle, and have put in that time. And they just, they're, they're very knowledgeable in what mm-hmm. they do. Not knocking any of the young preachers because you are a young preacher, Hunter, and I'm not knocking anybody, but they just, I mean, all all the young preachers will get there. You'll get there to where you've got more knowledge, like my dad or my our grandfathers were, stuff like that. But it just takes a lot of time of being consistent in the Word mm-hmm. and being prayerfully dedicated, and that is how you become better in sports, in your <coughs> job, in life, but especially in your relationship with God. Yeah. Uh, one other thing we also want to talk about is in our consistency, we need to be consistent with each other mm-hmm. and and our brothers and sisters in Christ. And when we communicate with each other and we go to church on Sundays, it, that's part of the reason it's so important to go is to be with other people who want to worship their Savior. And they truly are our family. When you're a part of a church and you stay there and you're committed and you're consistent, you become you're, you're a part of that family. You don't uh, feel like you're outside of it, you know. Um, but another thing with that, for instance, if there are prayer requests on Sundays, or somebody specifically comes to you and wants uh, you to pray for them or pray for something that's going on in their lives, we need to be consistent in our promises to them. Yes. Uh, when somebody asks you to pray for them, if you accept it, you're promising them that you're going to pray for them. That's a very big deal because that's concerning your relationship with God. So in asking them, asking you to pray for them, they view you from the outside. Now, we don't know each other's hearts, but we can see the fruits of, of who people are. They're asking you to pray for them because they believe you've got a strong relationship with God. They wouldn't just ask that to just anybody. Usually, it's it's somebody they have a relationship with and they're close to for very special prayer requests. 
we all have things that we would love anybody and everybody to pray for. But often things happen in our lives that we feel special prayer is is in is in Definitely. order. So to the next point that I was thinking of here earlier is um how cons- being consistent in our prayer life, in our Christian walk with God can help us when a bump in the road arises. You know, metaphorically speaking, um, there was a few years back when we were in uh, Florida playing golf in St. Augustine. We were playing. We were driving down the road. Beautiful day. I mean, it's like how, it's how it is in Florida. You know, it was it's always sunny. And we were out there playing. It was hot. Me and my dad were playing. We played so many holes. And then, just boom, it started pouring. I mean, mm-hmm. just pouring so hard that most people went in. I still, me and my dad still played through it. But it was it was hard. And he had to keep pushing through it. And then it wasn't just a few minutes, or I mean, maybe 20, 30 minutes after, boom, it just stopped. And the sky. If, if the ground, it took 30 minutes for the ground to dry, it, you would never know it rain. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how our lives are, can be a lot. I mean, you could be in just the calm, the paradise, enjoying it, you know, whatever. And then, boom, a storm comes. Mm-hmm. And the storm's hard. But, you, you know, you, you try to get through it. And when you get through it, you know, your life will be better. But the easiest way to do, the easiest way to get through that is staying consistent with God in your prayer life. So when that comes, you won't be freaking out. You'll know I can go to God, talk to God about it. I can read in the Bible. You know, you'll feel better about it than if you're not staying consistent. You won't be, you know, because, I mean, if you're not staying consistent, you'll be like, oh, my gosh. You know, you'll freak out. You'll flip out. You might get out of church. You might, you know, just completely, you know, there's a lot of people that they go through struggles and they give up on God. It happens a lot where they're thinking, you know, why would God put me through this? Mm-hmm. And they just quit. You know, and that's what Satan wants them to do. But if you can stay consistent in your walk with God, and I know that's hard, but if you can stay consistent, it gets easier and easier. And you can make it through the storms a lot more where if you weren't consistent mm-hmm. in that. Part of the, the thing that helps you be consistent Uh, Well, I also think we need to talk about this is ways to be consistent Mm -hmm. is think about all the things that you make other time for. Uh, You can plan out your day. Uh, For instance, if you are in college and you have certain classes that you've got to do, you know, you've got to do certain work. Go ahead and have that planned out. Mm -hmm. Or if you've got a job, you work a you work a nine to five or an eight to five or you or any other, you know, time period. <clears throat> but make time in your day already marked out for for what you're going to do, uh, whether it be prayer time or uh, studying the Word. And then when you keep that up and you, and you continue to do it, you'll find yourself even more throughout the day doing it more. In yes. times that uh, you don't expect uh, that you or that you don't have scheduled already, uh prayer especially, because you don't always have to have your eyes closed and your hands closed together to be praying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's something that uh, not everybody thinks about is that's also another part of the pray without ceasing. And Oh, what do you mean pray without stopping? Nobody can do that, but you can. You can do that. When everything that you do, you just keep it in your mind of something about the Lord. When you wake up in the morning, you thank him for letting you wake up. When you go take a shower to get ready, thank you for letting me have some water. Yeah. When you go to brush your teeth, thank you for letting me have a toothpaste to clean my teeth with. Yeah. And when you have that mentality, you're always praying. Mm-hmm. Or when you're driving to work, 
that is one of the best times to talk with the Lord, especially if you're by yourself. You you can have music playing, worship music playing, but you have that one-on-one time. Yeah. And there's something that's especially hard to come by in today's time when we have phones, then we can speak to anybody at any time. We're not exactly just one-on-one with the Lord all the time. Right. We're not just alone, uh, physically speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we're definitely not alone spiritually speaking with the Lord, but there are times when you feel alone, but you're really not because somebody's just one call away. Right. But when you really want to talk with God and you really want to, you, you really want to pray and you really want to study, it takes the isolation now, there are times where for joint worship, Sundays, for example, that's the reason we come here. We worship with each other, and there's the word preached so that we can grow and we can listen and we can learn. But to grow on your own, you have to do it by yourself. Yes. And you have to rightly divide the word of truth. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have to do it the right way. doesn't mean go into it with uh, biases already. And Well, this is what this means before you've even read it. And that's something we both seen a lot in college is the reason I bring that up. Uh, it's called a hermeneutic, which is the way that you uh, decipher the word. It's, it's, it's your uh, way, your personal way of deciding what's this or what's that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is a lot of people's hermeneutic is wrong. <clears throat> For example, you, when you read, the Bible, you may see God as just love, but in all reality, that's not what God just is. Right. He's not just a loving being. Mm-hmm. He's holy. He's just, he is, he is justice. That's what he is. He is love. He, he is the definition of all those things. And he's wrathful. And he's vengeful. Mm-hmm. He is ultimate. So when you look at it in that hermeneutic, then you have the right yeah. And then there's a right way and there's a wrong way to do it. But when we're consistent, we need to be consistently doing it the right way is my point. In that. Yeah. Because we can do it the wrong way. Uh, like Pastor Rick said this morning, there's wolves in sheep's clothing. And they have the appearance of being just like us. Oh, yes. They have the appearance of being a great pastor uh, that's rightly dividing the word truth. When all reality, they are not. Mm-hmm. And they're preaching a false gospel. Yes, they are. And it, if we aren't consistent, we can fall for that mm-hmm. because it's extremely easy yes. when they're using uh, a translation that's uh, very modern. And then they also pair that with not reading all of the verses or they selectively use verses that are taken out of context because they're not used with the right hermeneutics. So they don't actually mean what they're talking about. Yes. However... If you are consistent, if you're consistently doing it the right way, if you're consistently praying with God, talking with God, talking with other people who are truly of God, you won't fall for those things. Right. I have a uh, know somebody that uh, they're they were Christian. They grew up Christian, but they were never solidly in church their entire life. I mean, you know, they were saved, but they were in and out of church and uh they went to a church in our area that was um, doing the touching, you know, and the mm-hmm. slaying, the way they do it, you know, that touching that you fall yeah. on and stuff. 
And uh, they went, and they've been Baptist their whole life, and they said they really felt it. They really felt like, you know, it affected them. Whereas I feel like me and you going to that, it wouldn't affect us. We'd be like, this isn't right. You know, we would know more about how that's wrong. Whereas people who aren't as consistent, strong in faith, they could fall for it. Because like mm-hmm. you said, wolf, you know, wolves in sheep's clothing. Because it, it is. I could see how it could get you. I mean, they're very, very good talkers, and good at what they do. And uh, it can get you easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we're not shaming anybody that has fallen for that. Right. But what we're doing is condemning the wrong thing. Yes. Uh, and we, our hearts go out to those people who've, who've been tricked by these people to, to give thousands of dollars of their money because they think that, you know, the health and wealth creatures, they're only in that for their own gain. Yes, they are. And there's going to be a heavy price to pay. And just like my dad was talking about this morning, Satan has demons that are in that. They control yeah. those aspects of the world as he's yeah. the prince of this world. You don't know how many of those preachers could be demons, and they're just here to trick. They're not. You know, there's yeah. a lot of demons out there like, you know, evil leaders over the years like Hitler and stuff that were meant to kill people. Yeah. Or like he mentioned this morning, like Jeffrey Dahmer, who was, who, you know, killed people and ate people. Yeah. There's a lot like that that are obvious. But there are plenty of demons that they don't have the appearance of being demonic, but that's the point. They're there to fool you. They're there to trick you into believing that Hey, this this is this is right. And a lot of those preachers, if you watch them and you see uh, certain sermons that they've given, you can see it in their eyes. Yeah. And you know, I'm very careful with saying that, but but I've watched a few, and it's very very um, concerning and troubling. And I would never want to see what it truly is, but just from a physical perspective, and uh, having the discernment of the Holy Spirit, you you can tell. Right. If if again you're consistently working and studying, and you are you are where you need to be with the Lord. Now, if you aren't consistent, you aren't growing. You're regressing because you aren't growing. You can fall for those things. Yeah. It's like I saw this thing years ago. I cannot remember what it was on or anything. When I was a kid, I watched some kind of movie or show or something where there was like these like monsters or demons or whatever on the earth and they were attacking people, but you couldn't see them. And the only people that could see them was had these certain glasses on. When you put the glasses on, you could see them attacking people, but those people couldn't see them without the glasses. And that's how a lot of it runs together. You know, you get consistent in the Word and you start saying, you know, getting stronger and stronger in your faith. You'll have those glasses where you can say, no, that's not right. You know, that's that's... I need to stay away from that. Whereas if you're not strong in the faith, you won't have that vision. You won't be able to tell. And it's not concerning to you. No. It's not that uh, you know you need the glasses in your example. If you aren't growing, you don't care. Right. And I've been there. It's it's why I'm saying this. You don't know that you need it until finally the Lord convicts you or wakes you up and you realize it until you really see how much you need the consistency of growing in Him. Yeah, so, as we wrap up, uh, we, we hope and we wish that you all are well. Uh, we miss that we weren't able to, to give you one every week, which is what we were planning to do over this break, because like Forrest said, we had all this time. But unfortunately, or not unfortunately, since it was the Lord's plan and that's how it worked, uh, we, 
we've all gone through tough times and uh, had tough times in my family, but we know that the Lord is in control and He is God and He is King of this universe and I wouldn't have it any other way than His will. So we thank you for listening. We hope you all stay well, stay safe, and stay we, hope that, we hope that you stay tuned. We've got so much coming up. We had a guest that was intended over the break. and He'll be on soon. We're working on getting him soon, and it's mm-hmm. going to be exciting. You guys are going to enjoy it. So please stay tuned. I mean, I know there's a lot of time where, you know, you don't that you might not listen to all the episodes. You might just listen to portions of it or just listen to little bits of it. But I promise you, our guests, they're going to – I know me and Hunter – I can speak for us for sure. We're not the best talkers. We're not the smartest theologians. God gives us words to say, but we're not, you know, but we've got guys coming in that I promise that you'll want to hear. You're going to have to live through listening to us, but you're going to get some awesome men of God through here. As you've already got one, you're going to get more. We promise that, and please stay tuned and stay consistent in prayer and stay consistent listening to episodes. Thank you, guys. Thank you.